Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Show me the money at 8.15. Show me the money. You remember the Jerry Maguire movie? Yep. Show me the money at 8.15, so we decided to trademark it. Show me the money! It's ours. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Show me the money brought to you by uh, Tito's Vodka White Russian tonight. After your amazing New York strip, medium rare, with a side of bacon wrapped shrimp. Big Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Twitter handle, at Bo Bounds. Give us a follow. And, uh, man, we're excited about the show today. Show me the money at 8.15. Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider. Pro football focus, 8.30. And then Fred Smoot at 9.30. And that's what we'll do here on the Out of Bounds show. Brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line. Woo! 601-707-3750. Bundle your car and home right now. Save with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Favorates.com. Four minutes or less. Boom. Twitter, Twitter, at BowBounds. And your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. So, it's it's National Take a Hike Day, which means, like, go hiking. And that's great, too. I mean, you know, that's fun. Uh, I'm a big walker. I guess that's where I am in my life. But when when you're outside and in nature and walking or hiking, it's fantastic. Um, 
it's but we wanted to turn it into something else. Who would you like to tell to take a hike? Huh? Your boss, your coworker, your girlfriend, your boyfriend? Who would you like to tell to take a hike? Um <laughs> you know, your ex? I you know, some someone in your office who's an obnoxious and obnoxious uh, fan of a of a team that you get to hear about like every single water break coffee you know wherever you're mixing it up in the what am i trying to say like the common area the break of a workplace you have the break yeah. room yeah. yeah um i don't guess we really have a break room do we well, you have to have like a employees to have a break room yeah and it's just me you and will and then random people come in here but yeah. they're not employees yeah. um yeah my break room is just going home okay <laughs> but we do have a bar we do and we we have a you know we do a bunch of titos and and um you're dang right other stuff you know i see that uh dosecki on tap over there so anyway it, we'll we'll say that that's our break room it is i'm gonna take a picture of our bar yeah i'm gonna tweet it out and and people can comment on the break room but who we want to ask our listeners via the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776, who would you like to tell to take a hike? I, I, I think Mississippi State fans would like to tell Lane Kiffin how many to wanna, take a hike. How many want to tell Mike Leach to take a hike is the real question. Okay. okay. I agree with, like, do they all want Kiffin to go? Yes, just okay. the way Ole Miss wanted Mullen to go, the way State wanted Freeze Until to go. Until Freeze was hired, Correct. Yeah. All of those things uh, are. Ole Miss fans yeah. wanted uh, Jake Mangum to go. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. There's no doubt. And sometimes you want your own player to go. Sometimes you say, hey, we need to upgrade. Uh, that's you, a good point. You can take a hike, buddy. That's a good point. Um, Kiffin seems to be upgrading more than maybe <laughs> in. Yes. In this, you know, Bartu's theory is you have to have pressure on your starters. Correct. And if you don't then uh, that's a problem. Iron sharpens, there may have been a little yeah. bit of a problem this past year with all those juniors and seniors returning that there wasn't enough underneath to really yes. push them in the spring and those 25 practices in August and and so something to think about. But who would you like to tell to take a high? And, and do you have a story? Um, I mean, you know, that is obviously we don't want any, you know, a fun story. Uh, and, and like, did, did your ex tell you to take a hike and all your stuff was moved out when you got home one like yikes have you do you know of a story or did it ever happen to you that like all your stuff was in the driveway <laughs> or the garage <laughs> it, or at some point you ever been fired have I ever because that's fired? take a hike you know your job tells you to take a hike i've only been fired once okay it was from a summer camp i don't believe that true story were you a counselor yeah it was a weird situation here or up in colorado no, it was in colorado it was a weird. Those people were okay. Let's be honest. Weird. You're a smartass, and and you're you're you you've mellowed, but like your first few years here, you had a lot of bite. Here's the problem. Too. I mean, you still do, and you come with an opinion. Like I have people. I mean, I know I rub people wrong, right? I mean, that's we, true. We, we talk fifteen hours a week. We have opinions on on these people that are listening, their teams, their yeah. coaches, and their players. You're a homer. Right. For both sides. <laughs> and, right. Right. People can't figure out, you know, what, what's the deal. That's the best. Um, so tell us what happened. Yeah, I was a camp counselor in Colorado for this sketchy camp for rich kids. Okay. I say sketchy, somewhat tongue in cheek. There, 
the people who ran it were very um, okay, cult, so, cultish, maybe. This, it was run by one family. So this is wealthy kids were going. Well, so do you know who plays Scooby-Doo in the live action? You know the actor that plays Scooby-Doo in Up a Creek? Or Without a Paddle, I mean. The movie Without a Paddle. You would I, know I his face. I don't even know what you're talking about. So live action Scooby-Doo, um, Without a Paddle is a movie. Okay. I, this guy, his daughter went there. Right, okay. it's, it's that level. It's Got high it. level business. A lot of you had kids, a lot of West Coast, San Francisco, LA, and East Coast. It, it was okay. high end, political, at wealthy, and a lot of these. Here's here was a rule: there were no social media pictures allowed by anyone working there because a lot of these kids, like they couldn't be people, didn't need to know where they were. Got it? Because it was that type of got it kids. Okay, so what that meant was they were very entitled and soft. I was raised <laughs> like I got my butt whipped, like paddle yeah. switch. Whatever you know, whatever was handy, belt, side hand. yard, neighborhood, bro, Walmart, it didn't matter. Dude. Yeah, like no, if I if I backmouthed, if I got to whatever, like I was gonna get straightened out. So I came from an era of like discipline. Oh God, did you spank a kid? No, okay. heck, no, I didn't touch a kid. Okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, I'm not dumb. Like that's okay. not. But I was just of the thing like you have to. Their discipline is part of count. Like I, my camp counselors were were fun, but we also had rules that you had to go by, right? And so basically. We get through like three months and they're like, the kids think that you're too disciplined. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I don't let them run over me like some of these other soft kids. And uh, basically it was a snowflake issue. Okay. These soft kids. Imagine that. Couldn't handle the fact that I wasn't going to let them talk to me like I was their servant. Right. And I was like, dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. And so how long did you last? Like three months. Oh, so you were there for a while. Yeah. You yeah. were probably on the on the backside of Correct. wrapping up your Correct. counselorship yes. or whatever yes. it's called it was stupid okay so i just literally i just like did hung you out tell them to go to hell when they i was you? like i was like y'all are idiots i was like you're absolutely dumb i was like it's fine i don't care i was like i'm out because you See probably ya. only had a couple weeks left yes and so i literally just hung out in colorado so, so for like two to, weeks which is great so you, you <laughs> completed 90 percent of what but they told to me do. to take a hike which the irony was i was a hiking counselor so even better that's yeah because you've talked about going yeah. hiking up in these yeah places so that this the is irony is the kids who would go hiking with me were fine it was only the kids who weren't in our hiking groups that were like oh he's too mean I the people you. i spent the kids i spent time with loved what going was the hiking. average age kid we were nine to eleven nine to the 11. camp was nine to 17 or something like that and i had the so youngest were, group. were some of them uh spalled rotten all punks? of them all of them okay soft pudgy soft oh, s-a-w-f-t oh, soft fleshy fleshy pudgy. soft yeah sensitive Oh, Sensitive man. little kids. I, I think we see that it today. Yeah. Especially for hey, the East these and West kids Coast. wouldn't have played football in COVID, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the Pac 12? Out of bounds, ESPN 1059 The Zone, brought to you by Take a Hike Day. We're going to do Show Me the Money, powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, coming up next. Show Me the Money on the Out of Bounds Show next. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. 
Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Lights are about off. You know what you need. Money! Because you got to somehow make that paper, right? Right. Money! Show me the money! You come to the right place for that. Because it's time for Vote Bounce. To show me the money! To show you the money! Oh, man. So the game of the week is by far and away. Ole Miss at Arkansas, Saturday night, brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Game of the week, uh, that line now. So here we are with Ole Miss. They're trying to get win number nine, which is impressive, um, with another game left to play after that. And the line is holding it minus two. Well, Blake may reference another one, but on Caesars, it's minus two and a half. Okay? And so, Ole Miss is favored by two and a half. I think we're expecting, a, you know, if you want to go through all the scenarios, either a close game could go either way, um, or Ole Miss could maybe pull away. I don't see Arkansas having the ability to to pull away. And we'll see what happens with K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback at Arkansas. Uh, and and how much he'll play and how healthy he is. But Show Me the Money is brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, and they serve food and beverage there, super comfortable leather chairs, 42 TVs, and a wonderful, wonderful TV-watching experience for college football and the NFL. Show Me the Money, here we go, powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Blake Scott. Yes, it's a light day in the SEC, so we're going to hit a couple SEC That's games. That's an understatement. Yeah, we're going to hit a couple SEC games, and then we're going to jump into potentially some interesting out-of-footprint games. But let's start with, as you said, the game of the week in the SEC, the only one that really matters. Ole Miss at Arkansas. We just told you the high is in the low 40s. Wind gusts up to 25 miles per hour. Who knows what it's going to be like in Fayetteville. The Rebels have only won twice on the hill in Fayetteville in the last 20 years. Ole Miss, minus two and a half on the road at Arkansas. Who you got, Hogs or Rebels? All right, so Ole Miss has not had any success up there. Um, None. Just, just, it's been a bad deal. Um, and it's a tough place to play. Northwest Arkansas, especially late in the year, which usually... Uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, you feel like catch them late for whatever reason. Now, uh, Mississippi State played Arkansas early in the year in Startville. But uh, I'm going to go against the grain. I- I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Show me the money! Yeah, finally getting another win up in-, in Arkansas. I will give up the two and a half points, and I'm taking the Ole Miss Rebels. That's a 6.30 SEC Network game. Mm. 6.30 SEC Network game. Number 14 Ole Miss going against the Arkansas Razorbacks. And as Blake said, Ole Miss is going for win number nine. And Arkansas is trying to get bowl eligible. And they're not guaranteed winning the next week at Missouri. That is correct. So just keep that in mind, both teams. Ole Miss trying to go to the Citrus Bowl. Excuse me, the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. That's right. And Arkansas is trying to get bowl eligible. So uh, Jackson Dart against what we think, K.J. Jefferson. Blake? 
Yeah, I'm taking Ole Miss. Everything points to Ole Miss winning, which means that Arkansas will win because that's what happens in this rivalry. But it is what it is. Ole Miss is the better team, the better coach, the better quarterback, the better football team in general. Ole Miss covers the two and a half. Georgia at Kentucky. Whew, it's a barn burner in the East, baby. Two East games we're about to hit. Both lines over 20. Here we go. Georgia at Kentucky. Dogs by 22 and a half is the line. The over-under is only 49. So they're telling you it's a one-sided affair in Lexington. Can the Cats rebound and cover 22 and a half after getting beat by mighty Vanderbilt? No. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with Georgia, even though, you know, the, again, they may be hungover and not interested here the last couple of weeks going into the SEC championship game. I'm going to give the points. Yeah, Georgia rolls. There's no more uh, laying down or punch drunk at this point. I think Georgia is ready to rock and roll. Tennessee at South Carolina, the other East battle. Tennessee on the road at South Carolina. South Carolina just got drubbed by Billy Napier in Florida in what Florida called their best complete game. Now they take on Tennessee, who beat Missouri by a million. It's Tennessee minus 21 and a half on the road in Beamer country. Okay. Um, That's enough on Tennessee, South Carolina. On to the next game. (laughs) I can't do it. I I, I can't take the point. I just can't. I can't. They're so bad on offense. Tennessee's covering by a thousand. I'm going Tennessee. Show you the money. They've got to put on a show and beat people to death. It It was 28-24 against Missouri. They They finished 66-24. I know. So I'm going Tennessee. Yeah, it's the right call. We're going to step outside the footprint. So far, we are all the same, which means we might be 0-3. Uh, we're stepping oh, outside hell. the footprint. We're going to go to TCU Baylor. If you care about the playoff, if this is something that you like, this is a game to watch because TCU has to be perfect down the stretch yeah, they do. in order to get into the playoff. TCU at Baylor, Dave Aranda's squad. TCU is minus 2.5 on the road against the Mighty Bears. Is this the weekend that Dave Aranda gets real crazy for Baylor because he is a defensive magician and and puts an end to this TCU. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell me the line again. Minus two and a half horned frogs. I'll take Baylor in the upset. You gonna show me the money. There you go. I'm taking TCU. Because they're coming off beating Texas and it yep. was game day and it was at Texas. Yep. Uh, I'm going Baylor. I love it. All right. We're going to go outside the footprint one more time, but we'll stay in the Big 12. It is I Bedlam, it. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma it's Brent Venables trying to get bowl eligible in year one. I'm sorry, say that again. Oklahoma trying to get bowl eligible in year one. They're 5-5. Five and five. They take on top 25 team Oklahoma State in Oklahoma. It's in Norman. Oklahoma is favored as the home team, minus 7.5 over a ranked opponent. Who you got, Cowboys or Sooners? Sooners minus 7.5. I'll take the points. I will take Mike Gundy. Even though Oklahoma has more talent, I will take the better quarterback, I will take Mike Gundy, and I will take those seven and a half points. Oh, well, my machine doesn't want to work. I agree with you. (laughs) I agree with you. Show me the money. I agree with you. Oklahoma State absolutely rolls. I can't believe Oklahoma's favorite at home. They're terrible. Uh, Last game outside the footprint, last game to show me the money, it is the Pac-12 battle. Southern Cal and UCLA. This was the only other one that matters in terms of playoff contention if you really think a team could lose because Southern Cal is on the outside trying to fight their way back in as a one-loss team. Southern Cal on the road against Chip Kelly and UCLA. Them Trojans minus two and a half on the road against the Bruins. Who you got, Trojans or Bruins? 
Lincoln Raleigh's first year. Chip Kelly looks to be turning this thing around. Um, USC minus two and a half. I'll take the points. I'll take UCLA. Show me the money! Oh, man. They were bragging about having a, a, a sellout in that game, but they're they're uh, blocking off 20,000 seats there. So instead of basically they just need 70,000 and change in the Rose Bowl. That's still a record for the last, like, 100 years. Um, I mean, they've been terrible. Yeah, well, you see, well, it's technically a UCLA home game, right? Yeah. Um, they share the stadium, though, yeah. It's just funny yeah. that, that people just are not – are not locked in or interested. No. Now, if Lincoln Riley can really get it rolling, they'll they'll bring eyeballs to the table. Both of those teams are going to the Big Ten. That's right. That's a Big Ten powerhouse matchup right there. Yeah, and I would have to believe that they'll play they'll play every year in the Big Ten. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about what their new schedule will look like, but we'll think. see. Yeah, we'll see what you happens. Know, um, can you imagine? It's going to be nuts that they fly to Ann Arbor and Columbus and yeah. Happy Valley. Yeah. All those teams that all the they time. support, yeah. football, basketball, baseball, and all the non-revenue sports yeah. in, in Southern Cal and, and UCLA. But I'd also think that they'll they'll drop a bunch of stuff in L.A. too, yes. right? I, you know, people were talking about that. Like the big... See, there was an argument that you can't... There's no way they can host the Big Ten title in L.A. because that ostracizes the actual Big Ten. Oh. So it's an interesting... What about like the Big Ten basketball tournament? Well, that's... I don't know. Can you host anything in L.A. if you're in the Big Ten, if all of your teams are east of, you know, what? Almost the Mississippi. I, I think when you take the combined alums of, like, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, huge. It'll be In enough. the L.A. metro area, maybe you could. Yeah, it'll be Steve Palazzolo coming up next. Steve Palazzolo on the Yingling Lager guest line. NFL QBs, NFL insider coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus from the whiskey 61 lounge it's mississippi's only food sports show on the airway we're the only world food championship host in the state this is the out of bounds show with Bo bounds
Uh, they're expecting six feet of snow for the Cleveland Browns Buffalo Bills game on uh, Sunday, noon our time, one o'clock Eastern. And uh, we want to welcome in Steve Palazzolo, pro football focus, NFL insider, PFF.com. And Steve joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. This is the Out of Bounds Show brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck, RPT, rickspro-truck.com. Uh, Steve Palazzolo, do you think that they will move the Browns-Bills game this weekend? Yeah, well, they're already talking about it, which um... – is generally a sign that they, they might, um, that they could, and that they're, I don't know if it'd be something like uh, Detroit. I don't know if the dome's open or whatever, but yeah, I, I think too much snow in the NFL might say no, even though we're all rooting for this, right? We're all rooting for a ridiculous snowstorm to, to watch a game in. So we'll see. But if they're talking about it, it definitely could happen. Do you have any snow right now in Cincinnati? Uh, not at the moment. It snowed last Saturday uh, for the first half of the day, I was surprised. We got a, a shocking snowstorm last Saturday, but it's all gone now, so we're good. Okay. What's the coldest game you've been to? I don't go to cold games. I watch on TV. That's I, not fun. I'm with you. It's not fun. 100%. I mean. No. there's. I, I have friends who went to the Patriots-Titans game back in 03. Oh. That was like four below or something like that. And I'm just like, no, I'm sitting on the couch. There's no way. Yeah. So. Dude, it was ble- the coldest is probably fifty that I've been to. <laughs> hey, look, last weekend in Startville for Georgia, Mississippi State, Blake. Um, I mean, it was freezing. What was it by by? Was it a six o'clock kick? Yeah, we were both there. I mean, it was in the thirties. Okay, it was, it was and the wind cold. was cold. Yeah, and we get we get feel, humidity. Feel this feel weekend's game of Ole Miss and Arkansas is projecting to be somewhere around the thirties and winds up to twenty five mile per hour gusts. Yeah. Oof. Nice. SEC football, baby. <laughs> of course, Steve's still I mean, the, shaking his head. He's the, like, coldest, the coldest games I've actually been to are like my high school games. I, not me playing, but high school games, Thanksgiving morning, probably in the 30s, probably something like that. Uh, I'm with you. I don't no do fun. it. I, I was lucky to be in a suite last weekend, or I would not have gone to the game. Um, I, I couldn't sit out in, in three and a half hours of that. All right, let's talk uh, – Dak threw two picks last week. Also had some really good throws. They're up 28-14 to 14 against Green Bay, and they lose. So how did Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, how did y'all grade Dak Prescott last weekend? Uh, just okay. He was solid. I think um, if you look at those interceptions, we were debating those a little bit. There was clearly a couple of miscommunications. I think the, the red zone one – so the one in the red zone, you can see them talking to Dalton Schultz about taking the safety out. I thought Greg Olson on color, I think he's fantastic at breaking the game down. I think he does a great job. Um, but I still think Dak kind of forced that one a little bit. The picture wasn't clear, and he just kind of threw it into traffic. The other one was C.D. Lamb. He was clearly expecting him to cross the face of the safety. You know, bad miscommunication there. I think that was more on, on the receiver than Dak. So I, I would say one of those interceptions was on Dak. Um, I, I think the issue with the Dallas offense, though, I mean, they moved the ball pretty well. The interceptions obviously hurt them, but um, it felt like they were relying a little bit too much on C.D. Lamb in the in the passing game and just having, I know Michael Gallup was down for a little bit, but just not having enough other options in that particular game. Lamb was great, but, you know, it's tough. They couldn't close that out. You got a 14-point lead. They're the better team. They had been the better team throughout much of the season. 
not being able to close that out is uh, a tough pill to swallow, I think, for the Cowboys. Uh, when Should Dak be using his legs more? I think, you know, I think you always have to pick your spots there. You know, it, it depends on, from a run concept standpoint, it does add the, you know, an advantage. To me, it's, it's a few times a game that should be, you'd want to use Dak's legs, whether it's designed run game where he's just going to keep it a couple times just to keep the defense honest. You don't look to scramble, but you have to be opportunistic. Um, but I think that that's one of the big advantages around the league right now. That's why if you look at rushing stats that they're up and everything, it's really just the quarterbacks. It's the quarterbacks in the design run game and scrambling. And you can look at the Giants and a guy like Daniel Jones. There are games where he picks up six or seven first downs with his legs, that's just stealing first downs. Um, you know, Dak had a few the other day with sneaks and everything, which is great. But I think that that is an advantage that it could be tapped into just a little bit more. Yeah, I don't understand it. Um, Steve Palazzolo, PFF.com, pro football focus on the Yingling Lager guest line. So with Gallup not even close to what he's been, can't get healthy, he's not, a, you know, he's not, he's not the number two that people two years ago thought he was. Uh, how would you grade this receiving unit within the NFL? Where, Give or take, where would it be for you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably not. I mean, earlier in the year, we were talking about them being at the, the very bottom because Gallup wasn't there. He's still solid enough. You know, they're, they're probably in just the bottom half of the NFL, I would say. Um, but look, I, I think, you know, Noah Brown, he's, he looked like, He's just been inconsistent. You know, there were times where it looked like they would unlock Noah Brown earlier this year, that that old-school five-star talent that he was. Um, they just need someone else to step up. I mean, and the other the other part of Sunday was a guy like Jalen Tolbert just lining up off sides down the stretch on a key play and things like that. I mean, that stuff came back to bite. But I think, you know, C.D. Lamb is an excellent number one. You know, Gallup, it, it does take time. We're seeing this with uh, Chris Godwin coming back with the Bucs. He's just not necessarily the same player, but they're playing. Um, we might see Gallup be able to kind of flip a switch in a few weeks here at some point. And then it's about finding that, that third option, whether it's Dalton Schultz again or Noah Brown or someone needing to just step up and, and be that next option. Yeah, they screwed up with the Cooper thing and Gallup not being healthy. And so Tolbert, Blake just said he shouldn't even be in the league. Uh, I can't remember if he was a third-round pick out of South Alabama. I, it, it runs together. Blake and I were having beverages in in Las Vegas during that time. Uh, what what do you s- react to Blake saying Tolbert shouldn't even be in the league and they, they wasted a pick, a third or so pick on him, third-round pick on him? little extreme. little extreme, Blake. Every everybody develops differently. I think Colbert does have some skills. You know, even coming out of um, a smaller school in South Alabama, he um, he played fast in college. He's got pretty good ball skills. Um, I think he'll get there. But receiver in the NFL is a, is a learning curve. There's such a physicality to it that's just different. It just takes time. And even even in Green Bay, you see a guy like Romeo Dobbs who was getting really a ton of hype in uh, in training camp and was by all accounts tearing it up. It doesn't directly translate to the season yet, and and so again, I think it just it just takes some time a lot for a lot of these rookie receivers to uh, to get going. So I think Colbert will get there, but it's tough to rely on him as a third option so far this year. But the bottom line is, you you know your your theory is keep adding offensive skill talent, and yes. by losing Cooper 
and not knowing what Gallup was going to do, which isn't anything, uh, you know, you would, if you were in that personnel department, you would not have agreed with the approach the last six, seven months. Yes or no? No, you always, yes. I mean, you always have to add talent. You always have to add, add more pieces. The recent Super Bowl winners, the recent best offenses show uh, you need to have multiple options in the pass game. I know the run game is trying to make a comeback this year, but you still win in the pass game. You still win by uh, having answers to what defenses throw at you. And, and once defenses start to account for C.D. Lamb a bit more, you need the next guy to, to step up. And um, the more options you have, the better. Okay, so now, now it doesn't get any easier for the Cowboys. They go to Minnesota, and the Vikings are 8-1. and one. That was a wild game there uh, last week. And listening to their play-by-play guys, hilarious. Uh, call what happened both on the goal line when they didn't get in and then when it flipped over. Um, size up this matchup because, you know, it's just about a pick em, Steve. Uh, I've got on yeah. Caesars, I've got Dallas minus one and a half, but it's the Cowboys at Minnesota. Uh, what do you see? Yeah, I'm seeing the minus one and a half as well. And I think it, it is it is basically a pick-up. I mean, they're they're two good teams. I don't think Minnesota's as good as their eight and one record. So they're probably they're comparable teams for sure. Uh, but Minnesota's doing a great job just finding ways to win in the fourth quarter. Now, whether that's sustainable or not, we'll see. But the old narrative that Kirk Cousins is a choker and he's not clutch and all that stuff, I mean, he is debunking that as much as possible. Incredible fourth quarter comeback this year. Um, and then Justin Jefferson is just this, an X factor. I mean, everything he did, Cousins would just throw it up into the area code last week, and Jefferson was going to get it. That fourth and 18 catch was out of this world. So was, he's got an X factor. God, yeah. <clears throat> just unbelievable. Um, so you have a, a receiver like a Justin Jefferson who uh, is, is as impactful as any receiver. You know, it's probably him and Tyree Hill right now in the NFL as far as making a, a massive impact out wide. Uh, you have a good, a, an offensive line that's gotten better in Minnesota. They're just, they're a team I just described as solid across the board. Uh, their new GM, Quazy, he came in and just added a few pieces, marginal pieces, but it really upped the solidness of the team, right? It just, it, they, they don't really have weaknesses anymore. The offensive line's not a weakness. The defensive line's been good. The back end is solid. I mean, that's how you describe the team. So they're in all these games. And then it comes down to the fourth quarter. Can they make more plays? And so far, they have. So we'll see if it's sustainable for the Vikings, but it should be another good, really good matchup in the NFC this week. Out of bounds, driven by the Ram trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood. He is Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider, pro football focus, pff.com. And he joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. All right, compare... You know, Dallas is number one is CeeDee Lamb, and I like him. He's a good player, but I think he's like a second-tier, third-tier number one in this league because of size and stature and some other things. He's still not a fantastic route runner. Um, compare him to like a Justin Jefferson. Steve? I think the way you described CeeDee as like a lower-tier number one is fair. I mean, Jefferson, Jefferson can win everywhere. He is an outstanding route runner. He's just got that that flexibility, knows how to set up corners. He just knows how to create separation. And then he wins at the catch point. You know, coming out of LSU, his last year at LSU, he caught 12 out of 13 contested catches. And it was like, oh, this isn't really a part of his game. But when he 
when he needs to, he wins at the catch point because he's open a lot of the time. And we're starting to see that at the NFL level, plays like the fourth and 18, but also even uh, in overtime as the Vikings were driving, there's a corner route, Cousins kind of leaves it behind, and, and Jefferson adjusts to the pass. He's just got great body control, uh, and he just goes and gets the ball. Um, so he is he's just he's a great all-around receiver. He can do it all. Is he the uh, most talented wide receiver in the NFL right now, Steve? Palazzolo? I mean, to me, it's always Tyreek Hill because it depends on how you describe talent. I mean, if speed and quick is talent, it's Tyreek Hill. But Jefferson's up there because of the ball skills, because he can he can create big plays as a runner. Uh, I'm sorry, after the catch, but also as a route runner, you know, in, in, in getting open. So I think Jefferson's as good as it gets right now, up there with Tyreek and um, just a dominant player. All right. Steve Palazzolo, pro football focus on the Out of Bounds show. Let's move uh, let's switch gears to another uh, phenomenal receiver, one of the most talented in the league, A.J. Brown. But the Washington Commodores, Commanders, uh, I'm sorry, Vanderbilt won this week, and I've actually said their name a couple of times for the first time in 10 years, Steve. Um, the Commanders shut down A.J. Brown and, and Jalen. But going forward, I mean, you know, they, they found this, you know, magic. Uh, and what a great move by the Eagles in the in the offseason. And we all saw uh, Mike Brabel's face when it went down with the Titans, uh, which was awesome. Um, wh- what do you see going forward with with this Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown combo duo? Yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles are still one of the best teams in the league. I'm not going to overreact to one game that we all happen to watch at the same time because it was in prime time. The Eagles are still a very, very good all-around team. And offensively, I've always looked at A.J. Brown as a guy, you know, like with with the Vikings, I feel like Justin Jefferson has to get his for the Vikings to win um, or or to maximize their offense. Jefferson has to put up his numbers. I don't know that A.J. Brown has to do that. I feel like he, uh, he will draw enough coverage the way that Eagles like to run the ball and use Jalen Hurts as a runner, there will be games where, where A.J. Brown only has a couple catches and they'll still be effective uh, offensively because they still have a Devontae Smith and, you know, a Quest Watkins as a deep threat when he doesn't fumble and all that stuff. Maybe there's more pressure on A.J. Brown now that Dallas Goddard at tight end is Hurts. But um, there will also be games where A.J. Brown takes over. That's what I've always been so impressed with him. It's his ability to just take over a game, three touchdowns against the Steelers earlier this year. The game, I believe it was last year or two years ago, when he's just running through all the Ravens with eight fourth missed tackles and just willing the Titans to victory. Those things still exist as well. So I think we'll see that pop up at times this year. And, you know, first to A.J. Brown will be one of the best combinations in the league. And I think the, the Eagles are going to be just fine, even though they just lost on Monday night. When you mentioned Ty- you're still going Tyreek Hill over – you know, a Justin Jefferson, you, you love all of them, and they're all amazing and, and spectacular. But, um, you know, how, how much longer do you think a guy like Tyreek Hill can be operating at the level he is and, and your, your number one guy, Steve? It's touch and go. Like, it, it, there's a lot of games where he, you know, comes out hobbling and banged up and limping off the field. And it, I am always wondering about that because, Randy Moss had great ball skills and all that stuff, but Moss was never going to morph into a possession receiver later in his career. Whereas a guy like maybe Terrell Owens was always like an uber possession receiver. So you could kind of see him aging better than say a Randy Moss. I don't know that Tyreek Hill will age well if he ever loses a step, 
but he also has a couple steps to lose because he's so much faster than everybody in the NFL. That's what's crazy about him. Tyreek is faster and quicker than everybody, and it's by a wide margin, seemingly, right? You just see it on the field. Uh, but once he loses a step, I don't think he morphs into, uh, you know, a, a possession receiver or anything. So, yeah, I think you have to keep an eye on his injury situation. But at the same time, you see what Terry Kill is able to do as a downfield threat, as a slot threat. Uh, I think he could be an uber slot receiver where he had catches 160 passes a year if he really wanted to. Or he could be a guy that averages 20 yards per catch just as a deep threat. That's how special I think he is as a player. Uh, but, yeah, you just have to look for – him keeping his legs healthy, not losing a step, because then you start to lose some of uh, what makes him special. All right, Mike McDaniel is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He's like the next whiz kid, boy wonder, coming out of the Kyle Shanahan tree with the San Francisco 49ers. You mentioned right off the bat in the offseason that this was going to be a, a game changer for for Miami, adding Tyreek Hill, and they already had some pieces. And Tua Tonga-Valoa is... is playing better. What do you see with Tua? I'm seeing Tua take advantage of the open throws that the offense is creating. And that's not a, a knock on Tua. I know we can do, I like to call it the, the AB analysis of uh, Tua was not that great before Tyreek showed up in McDaniel. And now, now he's playing excellent with those guys showing up. It's not that simple because Tua still has to execute it. And he is executing at a really high level. And the two things that Tua is doing that are, um, I think, that are a little bit different. Well, one thing that he's doing differently from earlier in his career is he's not throwing the ball to the defense. So the last couple of weeks, he did it against uh, the Steelers back in week seven on Sunday Night Football. He kept throwing the ball to the Steelers. They kept dropping it. But since that point, he hasn't done that. He has not made those bad decisions. He hasn't had a turnover-worthy play in the last three weeks. So now you have a guy that's taking care of the ball. He's only been sacked twice in the last four games. And, you know, sacks are very much a product of what the quarterback does. So, two has always been good at that, not getting sacked and not, not creating those negative plays. So, those two things, just taking care of the ball, not taking negative plays, are a huge part of Miami's success. And then, two, it just hits the open throws. So, Mike McDaniels creating them and uh, Jalen Waddle and Perry Killer creating those open throws. But, two is hitting them. He's hitting some big-time throws at a higher level than he was before. I think he's playing excellent football right now. And uh, we're starting to see him as much as you want to give credit. And I, I know that you, you, know, you can't separate the two. You have to give credit to the system and the players around him and all that stuff. But now he's executing at a much higher level than he has at any point in his career. So you have to give two a credit for that. And, and it adds up to the ridiculous stats that he's putting up. If you look at passer rating, it's, you know, 118 or whatever it is, and nine yards per attempt. It's all adding up to just, you know, incredible numbers from the Dolphins. Are you ready to go? Are you ready to say that Mike McDaniel, the head coach of the Dolphins, is going to trend into one of the, without a doubt, better coaches in the NFL? Oh, he's off to a great start. I mean, I think even last year, you start, you, when, when, for whatever reason, the Niners started putting him out there for press conferences and he'd have all these funny one-liners and stuff. It felt like they were prepping him, but I, I feel like the world was introduced to Mike McDaniel last year and you're like, hey, this is a smart football guy. Um, and, and I think, so yeah, I think he will end up in that, in that boat. Um, it's only 10 games in though. And half of coaching is the mental part and keeping your team prepared and handling adversity and all that stuff. It's not just X's and O's. So I think the X's and O's is great I think we, you know, for him to be one of those next great coaches. We face adversity, more injury issues, 
you know, handling the defense, handling big games and all that stuff. So TBD, but um, trending well, I think, for McDaniel so far. Blake Scott has a question. Yeah, real quick, Steve, only have a couple minutes. I, it's off what you just said. Can you just compare someone who's looked at the NFL and watched it at an intense level for a long time? How are the new wave of innovative, fun, young coaches, the ones that we're looking at, how are they doing things differently than the old guard? And specifically, like we talk about this locally, Saban versus Kiffin and the way Saban does his things versus the new age group, Belichick versus this new age group. Just what are you seeing differently from the younger coaches that they're still able to be successful, but they're clearly doing it in a different way than what we kind of grew up watching or I grew up watching of the Belichickian model? Yeah, so I think, I mean, there's still some old school coaches there. You've got like a Mike Rabel coming in, playing the Belichick way, and that seems to be working too. So it's not all cut and dry, but I think some of the younger coaches are understanding fourth down decisions a little bit better. I think they're understanding uh, some of the cheat codes on offense, using motion, using play action, using all these things to just to create little advantages. Um, We're even seeing the Bears now adjust to Justin Fields. And, you know, tap into his rushing ability, something that they probably should have done a while ago. I think you see a Nick Sirianni with the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are a smart organization as it is, but Sirianni has bought into all of those little advantages. Like, hey, we can run a QB sneak on third and one every single time, and, and let's just do it. Um, the way they set up their run game, the way they play defense and kind of invite the run and uh, in, invite, invite, invite the run and try to stop the big plays in the pass game. I think there's all these little nuanced things that some of the younger coaches are doing a good job of, um, and that's just creating those little edges on both sides of the ball. All right, we'll leave it there. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, NFL Insider. And Steve joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, 30 seconds. What about this quick turnaround tonight for the Packers? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious to see if the offense is completely turned around. You've got a, a deep threat in Christian Watson. Maybe they can start spreading the ball around and, and getting the pass game going. But uh, season's on the line every week for the Packers. should be a tough one against the Titans. Yeah, and it looks like uh, Al Michaels and, and Kirk, but especially Al, pulled a better game. Al hasn't really hesitated to say whatever's on his mind at almost 80 years old. Uh, Steve P., be good, great. buddy. I know it. I know it. Be good, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. All right. Thanks, guys. Pro Football Focus. Check out the website, pff.com. You talking about these guys going deep dive and uh, nerding out in a good way on what they see? It's pretty awesome that we have access to to all these cool sites this day and age uh, and everything. You know, the trends, the metrics, the analytics, all the fun stuff that happens in the game that we love. And tonight, Blake, where am I? I'm on the road. I'm in Biloxi. That's right. Uh, Titans, Packers. Man, I like Mike Vrabel. Of course, I, I've loved watching Aaron Rodgers play. I know you don't like the Packers. Gross. Uh, he's so good. Man, he just flipped that ball out. Um, that vertical to number nine on Sunday. What a beautiful throw. Uh, that's a pretty damn good game, Blake. Titans at the Packers tonight. I'll take that on Amazon Prime. Hey, did you know the Southern Miss Golden Eagles are playing on the NFL Network this weekend? I think that's pretty cool, too. We'll drop a little bit of that coming back next. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.